only way on earth to find love is to go on a a, a show, a reality show. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, bros. Prime back to Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's a bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. You play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls keeps you asleep. Welcome back. It is the Bachelor Lifestyle from theballerlifestyle.com. We're back. The Bachelor is back, or in this case, the Bachelorette, the really the the lowest rung of the Bachelor franchise ladder. Number one, of course, the greatest show in the franchise, Bachelor in Paradise. That's the show where there is it's a game show, but there is no prize. And the the only people that don't seem to realize it are the contestants. And yet people are crying every week. It's great. Bachelor in Paradise is fantastic. Um, Also, then, of course, number two in the franchise, The Bachelor. Again, fantastic show. It's a game show. In this case, it is a prize. And the prize is like some dude from Missouri that sells software. And that's like, they're like, oh, my God, I just got... I got to win and the and everyone knows it's a game show except for the people that are competing for the prize. I did air quotes there. And then that you go down the road. Winter Games is there. Um that one the Bachelor House when they was just, when it was Bachelor in Paradise but they just did it at the mansion. That was pretty sweet. And then way down like a 100 shows below that The Bachelorette, which is just so fucking bad. Mostly, there's a couple. Fundamentally, it's bad because it's just not as interesting. Thirty dudes. It's just not. They're just not as interesting. They're not as complex creatures as women. So you get thirty women together competing for one software salesman from Missouri. This sh- weird shit goes on. You get a bunch of dudes together, and they're just affected fucking douchebags, and they don't—they don't have the emotional intelligence to really freak out like the chicks do. And then, casting-wise, they just—they never pick anybody super interesting to be. And it's the same—it's the same on the bat. Like the Bachelor is a dud too. The Bachelor is always a super boring, unless we're talking the greatest Bachelor of all time, of course, Byron Velvick. When, when we skewed older around season four, that was a pretty good season. Also, Juan Pablo Galavis, who didn't, who didn't seem to realize what was going on in The Bachelor. He was pretty good, too. But other than that, it's just a bunch of just lame, just no, just nothing happening in their brains, except they know that when the show ends and they break off their engagement and they go back to St. Louis, they're going to be able to fuck any chick at any bar, anytime. They're going to get hosting gigs in Las Vegas. They're going to get, they're going to be able to advertise cheap sunglasses on their Instagram and get some pussy. And that, that's what the guy's in it for. Let's be honest. He wants to be famous. And so does the girl, but the girl's got a little more, there's a little more there. She really does think she's going to fall in love because she's a woman. And, but again, there's just not really any super interesting casting choices. And, and here we are again, a new season of The Bachelorette, and it looks possibly to be amongst the worst in the history of the franchise. Of course, I don't sit here and just pontificate 
for five minutes by myself. I talk for a little bit, and then I bring on the real star of the show, co-host of The Bachelor Lifestyle. Of course, it's our very own Jason Stewart. Jason, what's up? Hello, everybody. Signature sign-on. How you doing, my friend? You know, I, it becomes less of a signature sign-on if every time I do it, you say signature oh. sign-on. Ooh, sorry. So don't do. So don't say that anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's something okay, in the, in the yeah. biz called um, oh. "let it rest." Oh, let and it rest. Just, I don't think yeah, I've heard that before. You, you just have people say things, even though it's re, you know repetitive, you because you have that. new listeners and new right. new viewers all the time. Oh, there's no need to explain. That you did that over and over that's, again. You know what? That's something I do on this show a little too much. I explain because I feel like people don't know the bits and routines, but I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to let it rest. Jason, you watched you watch this first uh, installment of the new season of The Bachelor. You heard my thoughts. Give us your thoughts. Where are you at with Hannah B? Where are you at with the contestants? What are your thoughts on this season of The Bachelor? Well, I mean, you can't you can't do a um, a monologue for three minutes and and not have me uh, react to a couple of these points. Of here. course, that's what that's um, what we're, we're here j- to just do. to just to be clear here. There, uh, for those who have never seen this Bachelor franchise, the uh, I think the stats show that I think maybe five percent of the couples that are made on the Bachelor um, have survived. And I want to say it's closer to 50%, if not higher, for the bachelorettes. In other words, they are married and having babies when these bachelorettes uh, find their lover. That's, so so that's, that number seems a little high, but I get what you're saying. There is there's almost, a better chance at real love. Right. And almost by design, that's less interesting. Like the, totally it, there, there is a sincere... Um, desire by these women that they cast and that's the genius of the show and how they cast these women that you know as you put it the last person that knows her in the game show is them but they sincerely want to fall in love because they have been jaded in the prior show and they they want a second chance at love and i I think most people listening know that the only way on earth to find love is to go on a a, a show, a reality that's show. Exactly they can't, they, right. they can't find the love way. anywhere else on the planet. So she needs a second chance to find love. And she um, is going to choose between 25 dudes. And I am much more, um, I'm much more into this season than you are. I think that, oh. uh, that you have, you gave it a blanket statement by saying it's, it's, it's awful. I would say there's two parts of that. If it's awful, then that, creates great fodder to talk about. But it kind of goes back to our friend Ed Daly's um, summary of what the movie um, Howard the Duck was. When How- when he watched Howard the Duck to see if it was worth doing a podcast of, he said it's, it's so bad it's not worth doing a podcast of. And I'm thinking that doesn't make sense. If it's so bad, then it's going to be great fodder. Turned into one of but, my best podcasts. I will agree with that. And, and But no, it was a good podcast. Yeah, but it was great. When, when I did watch it back, I I finally saw what Ed had talked about that there wasn't a whole lot of fertile ground there. I think we made we made lemons out of lemonade, and I it think was, we did. It was podcast. a real piece of shit. I mean, one of the all time worst movies ever made. Yeah, just dreadful. Um, and so I think that that 
I don't think it's I don't think the Bachelorette is is that second category bad. I think it's it's bad to where it's going to create a lot of fodder for our weekly installments of the Bachelor in Paradise. And I had to walk Brian off the ledge today. He was like, I don't even know if we're going to do it. I don't do we even want to do this this season. And I'll go back to my refrain last year. Somebody made a theme song for us. A real it's catchy true. theme song. Brad in New York. Brad at the York intro of this song. of this podcast, we can't uh, not do it if there's a theme song made. So I, I'm always going to go back to that answer. Um, but to kind of answer your question, I think uh, episode one here was kind of like your your bachelor by numbers. They do a yeah, series of vignettes to begin this to begin the uh, the show. Yep. To, to quote and unquote introduce us to the new cast members um, and I, a lot of I like ahead. the dude from Dallas that was in love with his great grandma how cute was she no I, that, that dude actually seems cool seems and she, like and a nice she was guy. great yeah. that was an actual sincere moment where you didn't really get the feeling that they were acting for the camera yep which is you know like five percent of the time in these vignettes, and I also um, like the pilot Pete. I think he might also be from Texas. Um, I like him. He seems like a real nice guy. He seems like the kind of boyfriend that would sit quietly in a ho- hotel room holding uh, Hannah's shoes while she gets boned by a more of a man. <laughs> um, I like that guy too. And I think we already set the precedent for corny, uh, corny references to flying. I yeah. think in his in his vignette, he said, "My favorite part of flying is taking off." And yeah. Hannah B and I are about to take off on a relationship, which could not be less imaginative. And when you want to go to uh, to a metaphor, so bad. But that. That's what that guy's going to be. I think. I think it's always going to be a. It's always going to go back to a reference with a plane. Like I don't want this thing to crash and burn. You know, this was headed into a mountain, and I had to pull it. You know, pull it up. Um, There's always going to be something plane related with this. At the end of the show, I don't want to be flying rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. (laughs) I did find it funny, um, and we're kind of moving forward a little bit. But uh, as it pertains to this guy, she talks to him. She sits down with him in the cocktail portion of it and says to him, quote, I've always wanted to learn to fly planes. Oh, sure. And I, yeah. and I said to the person I was watching it with, it's oh, like, the person. That, is, that isn't like a, that isn't something that you say, like, I always wanted to learn how to knit. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it takes hours and hours of studying and then another like, hundred hours of flying right. It would be like saying, I've always wanted to learn how to do brain surgery. The right way to do it is to join the military. That's what he should have said. Well, why didn't you join the military? That's the best way to learn. That's true. <laughs> well, there's a, there's a couple of ways to avoid going to college. You go to the military or you join the pageantry circuit. So they, I think they both chose. <laughs> Speaking of that, she might have gone to college. I'm, I, it was kind of lost on me. I was a little confused. I, we know she's from Alabama. Does she support Auburn? Is she is she in go <laughs> go Tigers or War Eagle or She seems to yeah. She seems to be on the fence. It's tough it's tough to know. I'm not really sure which Alabama team she supports. I wonder if we're going to get that worked out before the end of the season. I think that there was a there was a moment 
in the introduction last night where she doesn't need to win this thing or be famous or have a husband at the end because ABC pulled their strings to get her on the field oh, at, oh, uh, really? in, at the in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. She, she, no, no. She yeah. ran out to an empty stadium. And oh. I think that, that onto itself was the pinnacle of her life. Well, like how hard is that? That's not, you don't have to pull some strings. You just go there and ask the <laughs> night manager to, I mean, it's uh, I feel like that's not just, Hey, would you mind turning on the lights? We got some cameras here. We'll buy you lunch. Um, okay. Let's hold on. We have got a clip. Let's see if this, this, cause to me, Jason, all of these guys, I just can't tell them apart. I don't know who's who, although I would like to put it out. I looked up from my phone for a minute and she was talking to this dude. Hold on. I have him here. Connor S. Yeah. 24 Dallas, Texas. Do we know if he got a rose? I'm pretty sure he did. Connor S was the the guy who, you know, when they get out of the limo, they you see you really it's them getting out of the limousine nowadays is an exercise in how unimaginative and uncreative people can be. It's so bad. It's and it's his so idea, bad. his idea was, I will give it on the on on the spectrum of imagination, probably like one of the more creative things you could do. He screamed her name from the other side of the wall, scaled the wall, so so there was a. There was a reference to the other show, Colton. Oh, got it. And then, and then he said, "You deserve for someone to jump a wall for you." And oh, I think that that's pretty that good. was an ode to the show. That was an ode to her. I think that he, I don't know if he came up with that one, but that was pretty good. Now, Colton, he scaled the wall like a fucking athlete. It was like one grab, one leg. Whew, he was over like an eight foot wall. Did I didn't see Connor? Did he have impressive wall skills? Well, here's the difference. We we caught Colton from the back. So right. we oh, saw gotcha. him scale gotcha. without any assistance. The thing with Connor was we caught him coming over the wall, which he could have been on a ladder for all we know. Uh, yeah, good point. He probably was on a ladder. Okay, so my thing – and now I saw Connor got a makeout or a smooch of some sort. Yep. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm just putting it out there. I'm not sure. I wasn't looking that closely. Keep an eye on this dude's hair. There is something going on there. I'm calling. We might be looking at a young dude that lost his hair early and is now juicing it for TV with a hair system. At 24 years old, do you think he's working the plugs and stuff? I, not the plugs, not the plugs. I'm talking an actual system, a a one of those ones that where you grow the hair on the side, and yeah. then like a, like an old school toupee. Ah, uh, okay. Clipped on to the side hair. I'm just I'm just saying there's something there was something a little off about it. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before, but usually my radar beep, beep, when my radar goes off. There's something more to investigate there. Connor S, keep an eye on that dude's hair. That's all I'll say. Uh, okay, well, he, he yeah. should be you, – you should be able to see him for many episodes. I have a feeling Team he's going to go far. He, he's tall. He is tall. Women love looking. the tall. And yeah. he's a former swimmer, so he's got yeah. a swimmer body. Yeah. 
And yeah, I, th- I think Connor Connor's going to be around for a while. Okay, let's let's keep an eye on him. Let me let's let's play the, this intro from The Bachelorette. Deal. Somebody call the cops. It's got to be illegal to look that good. Oh, oh thank God. you. I love your little southern voice. I could listen to that all day long. I'm so ready to go to the mansion. It's just me, my bride to be. Let's start this damn party. Luke oh, S. Dylan. Okay, Luke. Don't care. Everybody here is. Luke's the super yoked guy. That was his. He's got some demons. He had to get in touch with the Lord and Charles oh, I Atlas. Think, I, I think a lot of people would have loved to have his demons. His He's, demons yeah. was that he was oversexed in high school. He basically <laughs> admitted. Yeah. He basically admitted <laughs> to crushing too much ass in in high school. Like he, I think his wording was, you know, I was a I was a jock, pretty good looking, and you know, all the women came my way, and I took advantage of that. Wow. And and every guy watching is like, yeah, of course yeah. you did. He's So now he's feeling real bad. He's gotten... He's, he found God after yeah, that. Yeah, he's gotten with the Lord. He's changed his ways. The dude is super yoked. That's going to be... That is a tough relationship to be in with somebody that's just that fit and that into their body when they're like, Oh my God, are you going to, you know, they're, they're weighing out the protein and they're like, Oh my God, this is four and a half ounces of chicken. I'm only supposed to have four of my macros. Give me, I need a rice. Give me a rice cake right away. Like that's, a, that's a tough life, right? She's not going to sign up for that. Is she? Uh, she really likes this guy, Luke. Yeah, he got um, the first impression. He, Rose. he did. And he looks like, I'm just going to, I'm, I didn't. I didn't see it in the um, in the teaser, but I'm. I'm gonna guess he's going far. But there is a there's a streak about him that is not stable. Oh, interesting. I think, yeah. I think there's a there's there's going to be a couple crazy moments with him. He he works in import export, which is oh, that's not some real. of the more that's that's some of the more vague uh, one of the more vague occupations. I think one. That was what like a character in a Chevy Chase movie said they were into. So I don't think that that makes any Spies sense. Guys like us, and yeah, he's way into his body and um, got no and body fat. He he found he's very into Jesus. I think at some point he goes off the rocker. In fact, now that I've now that I've reminded myself, I think there is a uh, an image of him getting up in some guy's face. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's the creatine talking, right? You know, it's he's like, hey, hey, sorry, man, I just. When I don't, when my levels aren't right, when I, when I overteen, yep. I get, you know, I get a little antsy. I'm sorry about that. He does have that haircut, the, um, Aaron Rodgers brothers haircut that they all seem to rock where it's like real long on top and shaved on the sides. Yep. That's, that's very common these days. Okay. Let's see who, I thought this was going to say the names. Um, I think I kind of missed out. Yeah. That video's not complete. Uh, okay, who who else? The Box King. How sad was the Box King? Let's talk about him. Let's 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 go back a little bit. The yeah. um, you know, in these vignettes, they give the guys like considerable airtime to do it. I guess to feature what they do at work and in their personal life. Yeah. And as I'm watching his vignette, I'm thinking, wait a minute, this guy's this guy's selling his business much more than he's selling himself. <laughs> and, and then when he got onto the show, his, in, his, uh, 
his entrance was about his business. And then throughout the entire cocktail thing, every time he was on camera, it was about his business. My theory on this guy, and I forget his name, total goober. Um, Joe. No, but Joe. like, but there's, there's this thing where like, he must have been like me tooed by like a female producer on The Bachelor or something because <laughs> there's, they gave him and his right. business so much airtime, like did. millions did. of people. Yes. Like, like, like this morning, if I'm like, God, I have, I have these like cumbersome items that need specific boxes for. <laughs> I would I would probably I would probably have to reach out to this guy. That's that's what he is. He he's a guy who sells boxes, makes boxes, cardboard boxes. So if anything you need boxed, he he's your guy for it. And and the th- the dude is passionate about right. boxes, like cartons, envelopes, like any of that shit. Right. He's so into it. Imagine being that passionate about anything much less cardboard boxes. And he's, he calls himself the box king. That's obviously a brand. He gets, uh, he gets delivered in a box by a forklift on the, uh, in the, in the limo section. And then as he busts through the box and there's the bubble wrap and everything going everywhere, what was the cheesy line? He said, you, only you will complete this package. <laughs> so and good. then he said, and then he said, you check all the boxes and everything yes, was about a box. Yes. So many puns, but then spoiler alert, the guy they spend, it's a two hour episode. He gets a solid, like 12 and a half minutes of those two hours, like a massive piece of real estate. Probably the biggest piece of real estate of any of the th- – because you got to remember, there's 30 guys. You're not going to get that much time. Yes. He gets like a big chunk of the show, the biggest, and at the end of the show, he gets no rose. I think that that, that's, that was the giveaway for me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah they, gave, they gave a huge chunk of time to a guy that they were sending home. He must have – something was that, – that, they made a wrong right with that one. Because oh, yeah. this something morning, switched. I'm guessing something the switched. Box King's yeah. business – uh, w- went up, you know, went up a substantial amount. He's the box king. Totally, totally. Similarly, Matt Donald, the medical device <laughs> salesman with the hat. I like that guy. I really like he's, him. He had a nice deaf family. He was signing. It's really impressive when people can Very sign. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's like such a, it's such a skill. It's such a, it's a language. And, it, you know, he just seemed like a real, like, sweet guy. And I'm like, you know, he's not the most good looking. He's pretty boring, but all these guys are. But I thought, oh, this guy's going to make a run, obviously, because they've done this whole vignette on him. And meanwhile, he's gone. He didn't get a rose either. He was like the most gentle, like sincere, compassionate, real dude. Like, yeah, the show is so um, is so in need of, of people like him. And he even had like a it was quirky, but it was funny, like. His name is Matt Donald. It's two first and he, names. He, he came out as a farmer singing oh, Old MacDonald oh, had, so had a Farm. Dumb. But, he, but he sang Old MacDonald had a farm, and then he did a, you know, a bunch of Bachelor references. And then he's like, yeah, when I was growing up, you know, my name is Matt Donald, so everyone called me Old Matt Donald. 
That's funny. That's a really funny reference. Well, he's from Los Gatos, which is yeah. up there in the Bay Area. There's not really much to do up there. So I, I could see that. I could see them being really impressed by that. Okay. So uh, one guy, I, there's nobody I like on the show. With the exception of Grant 30, and I'm saying that I'm, uh, I'm raising my, the, the tone of my voice at the end of that 30 because it's tough <laughs> for me to believe that he's 30 years old. Grant 30, but I like this part, unemployed from San Clemente, and he's the dude that showed up eating a hot dog, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm eating a hot dog. So anyway, I'm Grant. What's up? Listen. Um, I'm going to be inside, so just get with me when you can. And he's like, bounce. That's how you do it. That is the way to get a woman. You don't act. You don't be one of these bitches that raps. You act like you're the fucking man. That's what women like. Confidence. I love this guy, Grant. Are you in on him? I'm in on it, and I think he's playing this really well. It's like not. It's the Bob Giddy move. He's like the funny the, guy. The unemployed thing, I'm guessing he is very much employed, but the unemployed thing is is a great self-deprecator because, like, if you take yourself too seriously and you actually are unemployed, you just say something like entrepreneur or, you know, like something that's vague. Yes. Yeah. And, but he's, he just goes plainly with unemployed. He His, his bio actually reads pretty funny. Grant's a real-life dude. He loves white Russians and has no interest in hearing about your CrossFit work plan or awesome. your Instagram awesome. past. Love it. Yeah. So I, I, I'm kind of pointing for this guy, too, but he's got – if he – if he's 43, I would say yeah, that might like be a little it. too young. Well, yeah, yeah that's, that's more like it. He seems a little old. Okay, there was one other dude that was a supreme douche, and he's from Florida. He's like Palm Beach or something. I don't remember his name. Oh, is it Tyler, Tyler. G? Yeah, Tyler G. This guy walks in, and all I could think was, this guy fucks. This is a dude that fucks he's such a douche he's the kind of guy that you're like why are chicks into him and there's always tons of women that are just waiting in line because they have no self-esteem and they love a guy like tyler g who is just the ultimate prick psychology graduate student you know what he is he's probably one of these he's like a mystery method guy no so so there's a background here. Like, oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, that's here. To paint the picture, like he's the guy in the in the movie in the uh, rom com that that has the girl that has the girl that the the decent guy wants. Yes. Yeah. And he's just the, he's the asshole. He's, yeah, he's the like guy with, with money. Bradley Cooper in uh, Wedding tall, Crashers. Tall, good looking. Exactly. Yeah. He's that guy. But they had a vignette about him, and the vignette is him. Uh, building a house because he's a general contractor, right? And so he's got his his work duds on, and then as soon as he, they show him, you know, drilling just wood yeah. randomly, yeah. then all of a sudden a footloose like tune starts. He rips off his shirt. Saw that, he and he's ripped. Footloose. Yeah, not yeah. an ounce of fat. Yeah, no, he looks and, good. And they're going to take every opportunity to show his him without a shirt on. Of course. And he starts dancing Footloose style yeah. in this stupid-ass frame house. Um, so I, 
I don't know whether to take this guy as like somebody that I'm rooting to um, to keep going because he is such a douche, or does he take himself that seriously? But I'm, I'm kind of I'm interested in this guy. I'm gonna I like him too. I feel like he's gonna be like the Chad of the season, but the Chad you kind of root for. You know what I'm saying? Where you're like, this guy's not gonna win. Yeah, he's kind of a prick. The rest of the guys hate him, but he's kind of amusing. I feel like I could be bros with him. Let's hope he goes the distance or else the show is going to be really boring. There's always got to be a guy who checks everyone's shit, and I'm yeah. hoping he's that guy. Like yeah, me too. Chad, to me, before, before, he went, uh, before he exploded on himself, Chad was the best villain in the history of reality He's shows. Great, but he, he had some he called everybody on their shit. Yeah. Like he obviously did it in too aggressive a fashion. Yeah. But he was kind of the anti-contestant on this thing. And you kind of root for one of those guys to be involved. I totally agree, 100%. So right, that, those are my two favorites right now. They're, neither of them are going to win, Tyler G. and Grant. But if you, need, if you want me to be invested in this show, you better hope these two dudes make a run. Let me see. Let me point one guy out. Okay, his name's Jed. He's a. No one's uh, name is Jed. Now he's a singer songwriter. Which oh, he he sang which, that song. Right. So Jed <sighs> uh, seems like a real nice guy. He's a good looking guy, but like so uncomfortable. When, when I told you that what's his face Grant's put unemployed to be ironic, like singer songwriter is right. code for unemployed. Right. He never. Like, he's, he's never gotten a check. Yeah. That, that's what I mean. He yeah. he's unemployed, actually, right. and he's he's a singer songwriter. But I've always been like, is there anything like um, I don't know more awkward than a guy at a piano or has an acoustic guitar so singing singing to you just all by yourself it, too? It's like I, I get it. You're a singer songwriter, and I get it. That's what you do. Yeah, but it's like it's such an it's such an awkward position to put her in. At least the only thing, she, yeah. only thing she could do is smile and tell him it was awful, a great song. Like, awful. what else is she gonna do? She's on TV. Like, what a what like, a position to put this poor girl in. But Horrible. like, I, I, I'm all for like singing. I mean, I love I love myself some karaoke. Don't get me wrong. Like, of course, singing's fine. But it's just singing at somebody. In yeah, a play, in a right. position like this, I think it, it works against him. He got a rose, but um, that to me is just an uncomfortable moment. It was it was tough, tough, tough to watch, and I'm going to be rooting hard against that guy Jed for the rest of the season based on that. Okay, also um, John Paul Jones. What? Okay, I, I'm John Paul Jones. <laughs> Call me John Paul Jones. I mean, he's not the he's not the the bass player for Led Zeppelin. I, I don't know. That's his name. I don't really care. Why should I care about him? And then they made it a whole deal that he got the last rose. Uh, I feel like I hate this guy. Do I hate this guy, Jason? I think so. I think it's another one of those things where you kind of hope he's not taking himself too seriously because his, um, his status or his employment, his name is John Paul Jones and he makes it clear that he wants to be called John Paul Jones. And then, His job is John Paul Jones. That's what he's listed as. If if you see if you see the graphic, it's John Paul Jones. Well, he says here on his bio, financial analyst. Yeah, which is most of these guys' jobs. I I think that there's like he he falls in the category of 
if he's a douche, douche, yeah, you root against him. But if he, if he's doing this ironically, then I think I root for guys like that. If if yeah, if you fake like you're taking yourself too serious, I think that that makes for good, pretty good people. I'm going to reserve judgment on John Paul Jones. I might be in on him. Uh, we okay. We can't sign off without talking about the whole Scott farce. First of all, there's a couple problems with this. Demi from last season of The Bachelor was involved. Demi is the fucking worst. Her mom is a jailbird. Now, I don't hold that against her, but the fact that she wears it like a a cloak (laughs) is – it makes it fair game to discuss. But also, she's just super annoying. She's super lame. She's not cute. Everything about her, her name is Demi. She fucking sucks so bad. There's no way that that like she's really that close of friends with Hannah B. Maybe she is. I don't care. Pick somebody better from like that Katie there. Katie's cool. She's cute. I like her. I'm I'm interested to know what advice she's giving to Hannah B. If if this is the kind of uh, this is the the kind of. Uh, thing we're going to do on this episode, fine. She's getting advice from friends. Sometimes they do that. Why does it have to be Demi? And then they're like, we need to watch the, as if they don't know who the fucking contestants are. Just give them a list. Give them a list of the contestants. They know already. They go, we need to watch from this monitor backstage in the, in the video village because we're looking for somebody that we know that we've heard, we've seen on social media that this dude has a girlfriend and right. we're going to find. And so she ends up, there's this dude, Scott, and he's a fucking total plant. A hundred percent. They make it. He like, he sort of like gets some time with Hannah and they have like, they seem to have like a little bit of a connection, but then right afterward, Demi rushes in and she's like, I need to talk to you or whatever. They get her backstage and she's like, this guy, this cocksucker he's got a fucking girlfriend and they talked on monday and she's got all these stupid details that are just so fake and such fucking bullshit and then hannah's like i need to talk to you blah 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 and then she brings in this guy scott and this guy scott he's not he's not for me but at the same time a lot of respect for the way he handled this because she's like you're you have a girlfriend you talked on monday and he's like well i mean yeah i've been seeing people you know it's like everybody like I date people, I'm single, and she's like, "But did you talk on Monday?" And he's like, "Yeah, we talked on Monday, and but you know, it's not it's not serious, and you know, I'm here to to see what's up." And she's like, "I'm just you have a different idea of what's serious than I do." And he's like, "Yeah, um, you were trying to fuck Colton like two weeks ago. Like, what's the difference?" To which I say, "Touche, Scott. You're fucking and- right. What is the difference? There's no difference." And she she had no she had no response other than to say that's way different. Yes. And when he said no, it's not different. It isn't. She had zero she had zero um, explanation for why it's different. It was the it was the perfect comeback. She she's not bright enough to articulate uh, why it wasn't appropriate or anything. She just said nope, way different. And then she called him a jerk, and then said you're out of here. But I think that it was. That was the genius of that entire exchange right. is that Scott that flipped it on she her. just spent a season 
Of course. Openly admitting to falling in love with somebody and then goes on a show to try and fall in love with someone again. Why is that different than people in the real world falling in love three months ago and then trying to start a relationship on, 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 the, on a reality show? No different. There's no difference at all other than, other than because Hannah B. did it on national TV, somehow that makes things on a different pedestal. That makes her more special. That makes everything the, – the fact that she was one of 20 women making out with one guy. Yes. It makes everything exceptional. Because right, she did on TV. Ask, call any one of these guys in to and and ask them the, the same right. question. Hey, I heard you um, were talking to somebody uh, two weeks ago. Like, what's up with that? Uh, I was trying to get balls deep. Like, what? That's what that's what we do as human beings. Like, what <laughs> this is it's and it's the I, one guy that's like oh, I've never I haven't been dating anybody for two years. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you then? Like, that's the guy you want right. to kick off. It's it's one of those things where, um, like him him admitting to everything. He didn't. Uh, he no. kind of he tried to be he a, little bit, a little bit, yeah. a little denial. But then he's like, all right, this is what it is. And then she, he called her on the shit. And then I guess. What's her face? Uh, Demi had like a screenshot proof that he had told this woman, yeah. you know, once I'm done with this show, then then we could hook up. Well, yeah, because like, he doesn't know how it's going to work out. You got to keep that to, shit on layaway. Right. It, to me, it's I have a one in 30 shot. And exactly. the chances of me actually doing this and and actually having feelings for this complete stranger are so low why would anyone be blamed for trying to keep something in the air like Holy, that? Of course, to me that was a that that entire thing was an exercise, and the show pointing like not even knowing this, pointing out to us how stupid their show is. Like, 100%. there's nothing exceptional totally. about your show. Yeah, so stupid, insanely stupid. Okay, anything else? Anything else before we wrap up? And now you got me kind of interested. I'll be <laughs> just, honest. Just think it. about this, um, Hannah B was somebody that last season had a massive um, rivalry with another beauty queen. The other beauty queen ended up going further than her and losing. And Hannah B won. She won the ultimate beauty contestant contest by being named The Bachelor. She comes in having scored a lot of points on the bachelor. Like she became kind of the totally. cool chick on dates who was willing to do anything. She ate a grub. And she just became, yeah, she just became kind of a lovable person yeah. after being pretty annoying. She had the bad skin. She, she rocked it. Like she seemed all right. She seemed pretty cool. I, I, I'm not into her at all. I don't, I, she's not my type. She's and, not bad looking. She's just but, not for me. Right. And I, and I guess there's some charm in that whole Southern you know, I'm not going to act very bright thing. Yeah. I I don't find it charming. So the accent, so just take, you take all that into consideration as she's talking to someone, and I think it was Luke Luke P. Yeah, if you guy. break down, if you break down their uh, their conversation and see the body language, they want to. By the end of the conversation, they want to have sex with each other. Yeah. You could sense it. Well, not Luke. The, he doesn't do the, that anymore. The content of their conversation was so uh, surface and lame, but they thought they were getting somewhere with each other. And, I'm th- and, I, and I told the person I'm watching the, the show with that they're the thinking person. we we could 
be dumb with each other for the rest of our lives. We like after the show, we could be really unintelligent together forever. Like they could exist for a long time being like that. So I'm going to give Luke P the uh, the leader in the clubhouse unless he does something that unless he, he shoots himself in the foot. Uh, yeah. Um, well, they say, and I read something about this last season that one of the first four people that you see that you're introduced to almost always wins or is in the final two. So yeah. it's, if you're getting introduced to people early, those mm-hmm. are the people you're going to know till the end of the show. There's a are you reason. talking about the, the intro to the actual show or the four or five guys we were introduced to at the end of last season? First arrivals. Because we didn't talk about Cam. Is he the who, rapper? Who, who got the first impression rose because he rapped to her at the end of last year. So and then he came on with another rap. I had sympathy vaginal dryness for Hannah B both times that guy rapped. It was so awkward and so sad. And there is no way that that woman would ever in a million (laughs) fucking lifetimes have sex with that guy. No chick will anybody that's seen him do that is so fucking just PTSD cringed from it that they no one can look him in the eye after that that's worse than the guitar dude i feel like he's he's doing an impression of a white guy who's who's a bad rapper like he's he's mocking a bad white rapper like who who just kind of does it uh offhand in his living room but i will say this he does kind of have an interesting catchphrase abc since his name is Cam, always be closing. Always be camming. Oh, that's so which is, bad. Yeah. That is not interesting. Always, always that. be camming. Yeah. I hate that so fucking much. Don't tell me that stuff. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. Let's wrap it up. We're going to do this again next week. I'm, now I'm in. Now I'm going to pay attention. You guys fucking got me. Um, I, I'm just kidding. I love the fans. If you guys want to reach out, if you guys want to talk, we get a lot more female interaction on this show than the regular Baller Lifestyle Podcast. So feel free to reach out. Become known to us. Give us your thoughts. We didn't hit all the guys, so maybe there's something I didn't notice. What's up with that one dude Connor's hair? Is it just the way he had it combed? It looked a little weird to me. I don't I I don't know. I get I just got a vibe. I could be wrong. Um, hit us up, mailbag at the ballerlifestyle.com or if you'd like to leave a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. Until next week, for Jason Stewart, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Bachelor Lifestyle Podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Can I sleep for a minute? It's my first impression, bros. Brian Beckner, Jay Stewart, breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in a limo sent home. How embarrassing. The most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. You might end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Balls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection. We're falling in love. We're chilling in the mansion outside the hot tub. we starting in LA and then we travel the world. we toasting champagne. We got 32 girls who gets a hometown and who's the most hated who had the best date and who's getting eliminated we always speculating like you wouldn't believe but i cheated logged on to reality steve so it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it's the ball of lifestyle we living in it's the bachelor lifestyle we living in it's the ball of